You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Broncos country. Let's ride with Touchdown Denver. Touchdown Denver. Hosted by Nick Ferguson and George Stoya. Touchdown Denver. All right, everybody. Welcome into another episode of Touchdown Denver, hosted by myself, George Stoya of the Denver Gazette, and my good, my good friend Nick Ferguson. Uh, I am back in the United States. Uh, great trip back, uh, but a lot to do this week, Nick. Uh, busy week. It's a bye week, and boy, do we have some big breaking news today. Bradley Chubb has been traded to the Miami Dolphins uh, in exchange for a first-round 2023 pick from the Dolphins, which is also via the 49ers, uh, and then uh, a 20, I think a 2024 fourth-round pick, uh, and running back Chase Edmonds. Uh, the Dolphins get Bradley Chubb. And I believe a 2024 fifth round pick. I think that's right. I'd have to look exactly. But Nick, big news uh, as the Broncos get back from London. Bradley Chubb is no longer a Bronco. Yeah, you know, uh, what's, what's, what's crazy about that is that we heard the trade rumors. And, and sometimes they can be just that, George. Just uh, rumors that are being spread around. And we don't know if they're going to come to fruition because teams. Uh, well within their right come trade deadline to call about a player, to figure out what the team's number is on that particular player. And this situation made it easy for the Broncos. You look at Bradley Chubb, you look at the roster, say, well, how many guys actually have uh, value, value that you can go out there and secure draft capital for? And when you look at the fact that, you know, there are members in Broncos country that are celebrating, yes, yes, George, they are celebrating this trade uh, Bradley Chubb to the Miami Dolphins, and here's why. The Broncos now get a return in 2023, a first-round draft choice, right? And you remember, that was kind of the big question mark, Josh Allen, Bradley Chubb, but everything in hindsight being 2020, now everything starts to lean towards Josh Allen. So in the minds of some members of Broncos country, the Broncos have won because they have acquired a first-round draft choice, a pick that was given to Seattle, for Russell Wilson. So let's just start there. There's celebration in Broncos country about this particular trade, but where do you stand on it? Are you excited about it? Is this something that kind of makes you feel really happy as the Broncos move into the bye week? Um, it depends. Long-term, I think it was a good move. Uh, I think it was a move that needed to be, that needed to happen. Uh, you look at obviously the Broncos, Wow, that was loud. Um, motorcycle, <laughs> motorcycle right by my apartment. Uh, but what I was saying is, you know, long term, you know, I think this is a move they had to make. Uh, Nick, you and I talked about it previously that, you know, if you could get a first round pick for Bradley Chubb, you probably need to do it. Um, at least that was my opinion, you know, it, it, because you look at what they gave up for Russell Wilson and, you know, two future first round picks, a couple other picks. 
obviously three players, you know, I think that the Broncos needed some draft compensation. Um, so you get that with the first round pick, which is currently the 20, it would be the 20th pick uh, is what they would have next year. So essentially what you're saying is we believe Bradley Chubb is worth the 20th pick, uh, a future fourth round pick, and also running back in Chase Edmonds, who I think is actually a pretty solid player uh, and a guy that you could have be the backup. I believe they would, they'll have his contract through 2024 or they could, get rid of him after the season and only, you know, spend a million dollars. We'll get into Chase Edmonds a little bit later, but I think it was a smart move uh, because you did get what you needed. Uh, and you look, you sit at three and five this season, right? Uh, I think there's little hopes of making the playoffs. I know people are maybe, you know, uh, more optimistic after the win this last weekend, but me personally, I don't think this is a playoff team, even with Bradley Chubb. Uh, and you're probably not going to sign him to an extension after this season just because you don't really have the cap space to keep him plus other guys like maybe a Draymond Jones that could have a huge contract. Pat Sertan, eventually you're going to want to sign him to a major contract. Um, you know, there's a few other guys, maybe Jerry Judy, who they ended up did keeping at the deadline. Maybe you want to keep him uh, for, a, you know, an extra few years on, on, a, on a contract. So I think that money-wise, it didn't make a whole lot of sense to keep Bradley because he's probably going to leave anyways at the end of the season. So you might as well try and get uh, whatever you can out of them. And I thought that, that they they got a pretty good deal. But well, in terms no. of short, short term, Nick, just quickly, short term, I I am worried about what message does this send to the current team in that locker room, especially that defense that has been playing great. Well, let's pick it up from right there. And, and that is something that was concerned to me when you, you hear all week, especially in London, when George Payton was asked that question about, you know, what was kind of the pulse of the temperature for Bradley Chubb? Hey, he's a core player and all of that. Now, I understand coach speak, right? So I knew exactly what we were being told. Once again, when you have a guy like Bradley Chubb and that value is there, you want to continue to accentuate that value. You want to elevate that value to make more teams want to come after him. So it would have been wrong for George Payton to say anything negative about uh, Bradley Chubb. He did the same thing when he doubled down when he was talking about Russell Wilson and Daniel Hackett. I mean, it's like, you don't expect for the GMs going to come out there and just say something negative. No, this is all about trying to refine your team, trying to uh, maximize value for the players that you have. And that's what he was doing with Bradley Chubb. He was being a great salesman of Bradley Chubb, even though the Broncos won that game. If someone was willing to put out a first round draft choice, and you think about what the Broncos recouped uh, for the trade of Bradley Chubb, a first-round draft choice, uh, uh, you get Chase Edmonds, and then you get a fifth pick or the fourth pick, I believe, in the 2025 draft. So you figure, so, okay, well, we're on the right side of things. We, we essentially got, you know, trade away one guy and got three things in compensation. And also, think about it this way. Bradley Chubb goes down there and excels with the Miami Dolphins, which I definitely expect for him to do. Now you're talking about come 2023, now you got a third-round compensatory pick as well. So for me, now that's four four picks, essentially, for Bradley Chubb. But this is where uh, George Payton is going to have to go take those picks, flip those picks, and make sure that those are adequate players. And for me, there's nothing telling me that he can't do it because he's done a great job with those picks thus far. Yeah, I mean, that's the biggest thing, right, uh, is that – and sorry, there's there's more trade stuff coming in now not involving the Broncos. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Adam Schefter keeps popping up on my phone here. So if, if we do get some Broncos trade news, we'll, we'll uh, obviously share it. But uh, 
But Nick, I, I think that it, it it also, you know, you have to trust George Payton here in terms of who he's going to draft. And so far, he's done a really good job. I mean, the 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 best examples this game this last Sunday, you look at what Greg Dulcich was able to do uh, and Nick Benito, uh, obviously a guy right. that now his role is going to get better. You have to say, okay, well, what can George Payton do now that he has more draft picks? And you look too uh, at, at this this next draft in 2023, and I tweeted it out earlier, Nick. Uh, the Broncos now have six picks, which so they're getting back to what they originally wanted, which is to have six, seven, or more picks each draft. And, and obviously, they gave up a ton when they gave up Russell Wilson, but now they have a first round pick via the the 49ers via the Dolphins, their own third round pick, a third round pick via the Colts fourth round pick that's their own fifth round pick that's their own and a seventh round pick via the Vikings so you know they're starting to get inch back to sort of having all their picks uh or at least close to all their picks back in terms of what they lost in the Russell Wilson deal uh and I'm sure that we'll see some more trades you know whether it be in the upcoming draft or, or next year at the deadline they have some interesting guys that you know again Jerry Judy could uh, you know be on the block again next year uh I am interested that they didn't uh they didn't trade Albert O today I wonder if they just didn't get any um, maybe any buzz, especially since they haven't played him the last three weeks. Um, you know, I, I am also interested to, you know, we'll dive into Chase Edmonds and what it means for maybe Melvin Gordon. Cause I thought, and I put this out there is when they got Chase, Chase Edmonds, maybe that meant Melvin Gordon was now on the block, uh, even though it sounded like he wasn't. So uh, I don't know, man. I, I, I think in terms of long-term, this, this is a good deal for the Broncos. Uh, now, obviously we have to see who they end up drafting, if they end up being good players, but, so far, George Payton has done a really good job, especially at the top end of the draft. I also think that, again, you look at who they have at pass rusher. I know they're hurt right now, but Randy Gregory and Baron Browning are two guys that I think are going to be elite, elite guys if they can stay on the field. Uh, and, and I think that also Nick Benito is starting to show a lot of growth. And so those are those are three guys that I think they feel really confident in to fill that role. Uh, but Nick, I did want to ask you, if you're a player on this team, let's let's even take you into like maybe Justin Simmons' shoes, who's been here a long time uh, mm -hmm. and obviously still has a belief that this team this year can make a run. Uh, you know, they kind of talked about that. There was a lot of optimism in that locker room in London about this team. Um, what What's maybe your reaction as a player in that locker room this year, uh, seeing that one of your best players, if not the best player on defense right now, he's certainly in that conversation with Sertan and Simmons. What's maybe your reaction to this trade if you're a player? Well, I mean, obviously, uh, from a player standpoint, uh, you, you sad to see Bradley go. And to know that the last game that you played was with him going across the pond uh, and getting that victory against Jacksonville. That, that's the thing that made that that trip back so much, so, so special because – there was a lot of uncertainty for a lot of players, Bradley Chubb being one of those guys. And, I mean, you definitely are heartbroken when you, you lose a guy like Bradley Chubb because think about it. I mean, you lost Von Miller. Uh, then you, you, you lost Malik Reed. And then now Bradley Chubb. And you're thinking, okay, well, I haven't been to a playoff game in some time. And basically looking at where we are, will I be able to get there? So for Justin, he, he, he's looking. He's trying to trust the process. But still, at the same time, he wants that level of production, and he's hoping that uh, he actually gets that. But when you take a guy like Bradley Chubb, who was a fun-loving guy, when we're in the locker room, you know, we're always talking to him, and that's kind of one of the things I'm going to miss is uh, having those conversations with him, talking, uh, you know, coach college football. He went to NC State. I went to Georgia Tech. But just talking to him about the nuances of the game, fitting into Jura Everett's defense, 
expectations moving forward and how he was just so optimistic that this team was going to turn things around. So it's, it's a little melancholy type of feeling because, you know, they had all the players back at the facility to work out. And, and I have to tell you this, George, this, this seems like reminiscent of the NFL cutdown day. You have all the guys report to make sure they're in the building so you have them around so if guys are, are released, you know, you don't have to scatter and try to find guys. But, you know, it had to be really emotional over there. Bradley Chubb saying his goodbyes to his coaching staff, his teammates, the equipment guys, all those guys who've been around him for the past couple of years. But we all know this as players. This is just part uh, of the business that that really sucks. But, hey, good for him. He's going to the Miami Dolphins. And once again, you may not like it, but I'm going to tip my cap to George Payton once again. You acquire that first-round pick and some other draft capital, but you send Bradley Chubb, just like you did with Von Miller, to a team that's probably going to be in contention. So, to me, it is uh, – I guess it's – I mean – it's, it's frustrating, but still, when you look at it, both sides should be happy, George, for where they are at the moment. Yeah, I mean, look, it, it sucks to lose to lose Bradley. I, I thought he was an awesome guy. Uh, like you said, a great locker room guy, a good guy to get a quote to, uh, you know, after the game in terms of media stuff. Um, you know, he spoke to us last week in London a couple times and, and obviously said, you know, I, I'd love to stay in Denver. Uh, I want to sign a long-term contract and, and stay here. I was drafted here, all that stuff. But you could also tell in his tone that he kind of knew the writing on the wall um, and what was probably coming. And even today, you know, he spoke briefly outside the facility. I saw a couple TV stations got him. Uh, and he yeah. sounded like he was pretty excited uh, to go to Miami. And obviously, you know, he said he's going to miss his teammates here. And and, and again, he was drafted in, in Denver and, and all of that. But he's going to a football team that's 5-3. and three. Uh, which we'll dive into if uh, a little bit later about how maybe this season played a little bit of a role in, in this trade happening. But, um, you know, he's going to a team that's five and three, a team that desperately needs uh, good pass rushers right right now. Um, and he's going to get to go live in Miami. No, in, uh, no state income tax. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, part of the deal was that he's, uh, you know, he's going to get that long term extension that he's been wanting. Uh, I think that that played a big role in it, obviously, that Miami's going to pay him probably over $20 million per year. So good for him. He's going to make a lot of money um, and he's probably going to win some football games. So, you know, I think at the end of the day, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, it sucks to lose him. But it's not it's not like uh, when when Vaughn got traded, it was different because mm-hmm. I think that when Vaughn got traded, it was a little, I think, more unexpected. It definitely this one was pretty anticipated that it was going to happen. One, it was kind of a blind side that Vaughn got traded. Also, Vaughn spent you know, 10, 11 years here uh, in Denver and is arguably one of the greatest Broncos of all time. You could argue, and maybe we'll get into it a little bit here after a break, Nick, that Bradley didn't really live up to the expectations uh, in Denver. And and a lot of that is not his a fault of his own. He obviously had uh, a couple really tough injury breaks that I think that really hindered him from living up to that. But when you talk about being the fifth overall pick, uh, I don't know if Bradley, uh, you know, lived up to that at times, especially in terms of, the play on the field just because he was out so much. So, um, you know, I think at the end of the day, it was a good trade for the Broncos for the future, but I do think it, it's going to be t- a tough pill to swallow for a lot of guys in that locker room that, that obviously have played with him a lot and also are optimistic that they can still turn this thing around this season. Yeah, man. You know what? I, I think it's a, a little unfair at times when guys are drafted in the first round, they go to certain teams 
And it's like we hear the the phrase, the boom or bust, and looking at Bradley Chubb and saying, okay, well, did he live up to expectations? I I think that's a little uh, unfair because his first year, he was amazing. And then you you roll into, you know, that second year, Vaughn gets injured. The third year, he gets injured. And and we, we only got one chance to see both of those guys playing with one another, and we know how this this league works. When you have another booking guy opposite you, it definitely helps you out as far as getting those one-on-one type of uh, blocks. And think about Von Miller. When, when DeMarcus Ward came, it's like, who, pick your poison. Which guy were you going to double? Which guy are you going to single? And it worked out for both DeMarcus Ward and Von Miller, but we didn't really get a chance to see that. So I think it's highly unfair for those who are going to judge Bradley Chubb by some of the things that, uh, as they would say, did not happen because it's always comparing Bradley Chubb to Josh Allen, which I think is entirely different because Josh Allen has the ball in his hands on every single play. Bradley Chubb, not so much. There's so many other different factors that come into play with how successful you can be as an edge rusher, but I'm happy for him. I hope uh, he's happy. I know he may be a little disappointed right now, but he knew and he heard the rumors, but right now he's in a great place and I can't wait to see what he does down there in Miami, but I'll tell you this, you know, with me being from Miami, my dad is excited. My dad is so excited out of the roof right now, even though the, even though the Dolphins still have one loss, he's still on that frame of mind. Like, Hey, the 72 Dolphins undefeated. He still has that frame of mind. So uh, Bradley Chubb is happy. I'm happy for Bradley. And I know my dad is happy right now. Yeah. I mean, I I thought it was a good trade for Miami too. So I I think this is a win-win for both sides and and even a win-win for, for obviously Bradley as well. So we'll dive into more of that, Nick. Uh, I know we have a a lot more to talk about with this trade and and other things. So uh, we will do that after this quick break.